sounds better every time i hear it that's actually a new guitar too every single time again it's another new one yeah this one is the um the fender 3000 so i'll be returning that later nice to make up the next next episode well most musicians don't want you to let that secret out they they hate you for it so a lot of people will probably try and cotton onto your secret there yeah, well, that's All just um, it's. Uh, I like to keep it fresh. You know, if you're gonna play the same song in every single intro, you got to at least change the tone by changing the guitar, and it makes it well, a bit special every time. Yeah, and that's that. It's honestly, it's the only reason why people have actually logged in each week uh, so far. Oh, it's yeah. just to listen to the intro and. Uh, yeah, I've been they, reading they all they the comments, um, all of them. There's been so many just flooding in, um, and I try to get through all of them. Um, and yeah, there's tons about the guitar intro and how great it is. So I will be keeping that up. Um, and it can only get better. That's what I always like to say. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just like just like us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in the podcast industry. Yeah. Yep. And sadly, yeah. this week we're uh, missing missing a very important person, a very certified forklift driver. Um, um, oh, sorry, fortified forklift driver. The Rasputin of forklift drivers, really. Yeah. The, the Australia's greatest love machine is uh, yeah. off sick. Yeah, um, he is. Yeah, he has been sick yeah. for a while, actually. It's kind of been why we postponed and also <clears throat> me starting a new job um, yeah. working rural. But, yeah, well, I think we'll uh, try and con- keep it consistent. We'll yeah, to all those... Yeah, to all those people wondering what's wrong with Dylan, you know, we try and keep it on the download. We don't want paparazzi, yeah. you know, around his house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trying to figure out what's going on. Um, it's been tough as it is. Yeah, but... But, you know, you know, one good thing about it is now Dylan gets to listen to this podcast as a listener and give us his honest opinions on it. And, yeah, and not even he will. Yeah, and he probably won't last the whole episode. He'll probably yeah. log off about... He'll probably drop out now. after this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be clocking right off. Um, well, actually, uh, if Dylan is still listening, Dylan, sign us out. <laughs> Dylan, if you're listening, call in. in call in. in if you, so if you're listening to this, Dylan, it'll be next week. So if you're, yeah. if you're listening, call a week before. So call last yesterday. Week. Yeah. Yeah, call last week sign us out. and sign us out. I'm waiting. That'd be really good. Yeah, he's, he's in the quantum realm with Ant-Man. Oh yeah, 100%. as we speak. But, but uh, yeah, I think we've got a lot of gaming news because it's been so long. We've got a lot of different topics to talk about, so I guess we can kind of like bounce off. You can say you can go off one of yours. I'll go off one of mine, and we might have some that have crossed over or things you want to talk yeah, about. I know well, one thing that you're probably definitely going to want to cover is the new God of War game. Well, there's one game I do want to cover, which I've been playing before God of War. Uh, but we'll get to that. I want to kick it off because I want to hear your, Zach, you are someone who's had uh, a PC all their life mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you've you've played VR 
and you're you're quite your PC runs pretty good VR games and whatnot. And it's actually a good system you've got. Yeah. But uh they have announced uh the PlayStation VR two. Um, oh yeah, isn't that the PS five one that they're gonna be doing? Yeah, well it's 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 the latest one, which I mean the specs on it is pretty special, but it's not just that I want to talk about. It's obviously it's coming out next year. I'm pretty sure pre-orders go live November 15th, which is tomorrow for us. If you're listening, Dylan, last week. week. Okay. Um, yeah. So how much do you think a PlayStation 2 VR headset with haptic feedback controllers will go for? Keep in mind the screen that is on it is 4K and it gives you a 180 degree field of view. Okay, well, based on my VR I have, which is the Oculus Rift 2, I believe. Um, let me quickly price check that because when I bought that, I believe it was um, about a grand, if I'm wrong. Well, yeah, it looks about right. The Oculus, yeah, it looks about right, about close to a grand. So I'd say... For the new PS one, I'd say like fifteen hundred. If I was to guess, yeah, we're talking we're talking Australia price, even not talking US. Yeah, yeah, yeah US about a grand for us, about fifteen hundred. Okay, okay. What are we? Eight hundred and seventy nine dollars ninety five. AU. AUD. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, and then are you, you can also get. get Mm, you don't. Know. You don't play a lot of of like. To be fair, there's like I would say as someone who's played quite a few VR games now. Like I've probably got around thirty different VR games, and I've played all you know, like Half Life Alex. I've played a lot of the arcade ones. Genuinely, the most fun ones and the ones that keep you coming back are the arcade ones. I don't think the technology for virtual reality is at the point yet where you can be playing these big grand games in it. You can enjoy stuff like Skyrim and, and you know, but it's not as good. Like I genuinely think just playing that shit out of VR is sometimes better, but the mm. arcade games are really good. Um, but yeah, I don't like, I would say it's worth having it because you get a lot of joy out of it. Like it's, it's kind of like just having it. It's its own console itself, really. It's like, it's a special console, like buying an arcade machine, really. So it is yeah. worth having when you, when you think about it, a PlayStation five is worth more than just that. So it's probably not a bad idea to get one, but yeah, yeah hopefully well, the technology gets a bit, well, maybe this, this new, if it is better than like, you know, the ones that I have, Maybe the new technology and the new headsets will allow them to make better games. No, oh, so maybe. Who knows? The experience might so. be well, better. PlayStation, Sony are quite innovative. Is it, when it comes wireless to new games? Yeah, well, it was supposed to be a wireless headset with controllers, oh, which man, is which is good though. for yeah, because the other one was wired and it was yeah, my one's annoying, wired actually. as well. It's 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 frustrating when you play games where it requires you to turn around a lot, like Pavlov, Half Life. You get tangled up every like five minutes so yeah wireless is definitely the way to go yeah and the thing it has now is it's got cameras on the front of the um the vr set which is different Mm. to the first one where you had to have a camera on top of your tv 
Yeah. Which that's that the old then, school style. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. annoying. Because every time you move, all yeah, of a sudden the your thing. screen is on your left eye. And then yeah. you're like, fuck. The one good thing about mine was that it was like that. It was the cameras on the headset. So yeah, there was very little setup process. You just had yeah. to map out your room and that was it really. Set your boundaries. Yeah. Which um, reminds me of the time that dad punched my monitor when I was living at home. <laughs> uh, I got, you know, our father is, you know, in his 60s, but he used to be a very old school gamer. So, you know, he's, he's familiar. Uh, well, at least he thinks he is. Um, and I got him to come try out the virtual reality and I got him to play, I think it was, uh, was it Creed? It, it was probably oh, Creed. It was one of the game. boxing games. No, I think and it was the other dad, one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think it was the, um, uh, what is it? Uh, boxing. Oh, it's called The Thrill of the Fight for anyone yeah, that wants yeah. to play it. Very good. It's more of a workout game, honestly, because it's very you know, realistic. So I got, got dad to come in, give it a crack. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, our dad thinks he's one of the greatest fighters on earth. Um, so he puts his all into everything. And the one thing that he just did not understand is you do not need to move. So he kept walking and then he was slowly etching his way towards my screen as he let out a fucking straight right hand. And my monitor bounced off my computer and went pink. <laughs> and this was like a new monitor at the time. And I just sat there like, oh, for fuck's sake. I laughed. And then he took it yeah. off and he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. And I turned the monitor off and back on. It was all fine. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, it's funny because I know what dad would have been doing. He would have been going, this isn't how you box. This isn't realistic. Yeah, 100%. Went back in my day. Yep. 100%. Yeah. But that's about all the place. That, that's all the sort of gaming news I actually genuinely have this week. Yeah, okay. Um, well, a couple of things I then had. Well, one news, I think this is more news than anything besides like just general gaming talk, is uh, that Netflix is talking about doing games as well. Like its own gaming, kind of like Steam, I guess you would say. Like a gaming uh, membership, probably, is what I think it is. God. What, like streaming uh, gaming or... No, like, like I think it's like playing games. Like they will, they will have their own Netflix, which is like basically like Steam, where they have a bunch of games, kind of like the Xbox Pass or something, is what I'm assuming. Yeah, right. it is. Um, don't know when okay. it's going to happen, but they've just been talking about doing a Netflix gaming. So, jeez, okay, that that could change a lot. You know, who knows what game brands want to join them and stuff like that. Yeah, because I know, um, I know, right, like right now they've got um stuff on the Netflix thing. So if you log into your Netflix, they've got cloud gaming on there already, but it's just mobile games. I thought they were delving deeper into that side of things. I didn't know they're actually going to open up their own. Yeah. No, just from what I saw, it's just, um, yeah, I can just read you the first part of it is, uh, so basically for the first time, Netflix executives spoke at length about the company's video gaming aspirations. They're, Rational rationale for expanding the company's product offerings was very Netflixian. Uh, superficially, Netflix will start offering mobile games to subscribers for no additional charge to add value to the service. Subscribers in the US and Canada declined by 400,000 in the second quarter, a sign the business may be reaching a near-term uh, saturation point. Adding video games may entice new customers while reducing churn. Um, so... Maybe it's just mobile games. Who knows? But uh, mm. it will be interesting. Maybe that. Maybe this is a start of something, though. Maybe Netflix will 
take it from mobile games and expand it. Who knows? Oh, could well, be like another Steam. Yeah, it's logical. Like it's a big market to tap in if they can get enough people behind them that want to do it or indie games, small developers that want to release on Netflix and just take a cut. People can play their games for free. It's probably not a... Yeah, they can still do microtransactions and shit through it, so it's probably not a bad idea. Mm. So that, that'll be interesting. And, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, the the one game I have been wanting to talk about, because sadly I don't own a PlayStation 5, is the new God of War, because um, I've been looking, and you can get the uh, God of War game on PC, which I'm pretty sure is literally just God of War, which is the one that came out just before this one, I believe. Yep. Yeah, that was only released on computer on Steam in January this year. So it's probably going to take quite a while for Ragnarok to actually get released for yeah. PC. Well, yeah, because it's a PlayStation exclusive. So they yeah. hold, they've been holding off the rights to a lot of their games for years yeah. and then they Steam release it on just PC. To pick it up, yeah. Well, to be fair, it's a huge success because not only do they get like a massive funding when, when it comes out on the PlayStation, as soon as it comes out on computer... So many people jump at it, you yeah, know. Exactly. So, see for um, me, like I could go out there and buy a PlayStation just to buy it, but I probably will just wait for Ragnarok. But what I'm thinking of doing myself is, uh, I actually am going to buy this God of War game because I haven't played any God of Wars, so I'm probably just going to buy God of War and I'm going to play it myself. And yeah, then, like God of War, yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, like God of War on the PlayStation Two is like insanely good. Like I remember just playing it as a kid and it was just like um it was like a smasher button smasher kind of game and it was like awesome but it was like all these gods and it was like an epic story an epic grand sort of video game and it was Has like it for its time no no because kratos yeah. is a spartan so he's that's like, what that's see that's where i always got confused is yeah they've when I heard Kratos, I was like, that's not the Scandinavian name. And then when I saw Ragnarok, I was like, what the what the fuck's going on here? And it seems like, yeah. although he's not Scandinavian or of Norse descent, he's got a very, like, everything about the game is very Norse. Oh, like, the weapon it's, choicing, it's, a lot of the things that they do is seems Norse. But, well, yeah. it's 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 epic. So, with, with the original sort of series of God of War, they did three games, um, which was him doing all the the Spartan sort of gods, the Zeus, Hercules, all that sort of shit. Then on the PlayStation 4, they released God of War. And it wasn't wasn't really like a remake or like them going, well, forget everything beforehand. This is now it. It was like them going, this is just a new story for um, Kratos. This is just, yeah, him taking on the Norse gods. But it follows through like the story carries through and you would like you and i love norse mythology yeah and like although the game's not like a hundred percent true to exactly what happens in norse mythology or anything like that everything you know about norse mythology is in it and they adapt it very well considering it's their own world that they're building they still utilize all of the norse sort of mythological tales gods um villains all that sort of stuff and it it works so well because it's just kratos stepping into this world uh with his son atreus who the mother's just recently passed and you know their their objective is they want to spread her ashes on the highest mountain in 
Midgard. Um, I think it's Midgard anyway. Yeah. Um, but the story itself, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Nothing. I'm not going to like touch on anything. Um, and by the way, we can hear whatever Rovi's watching in the background. Oh, can we? I did tell her to turn it down. Bloody Jesus. <laughs> um. Sorry, I'll just text her. Sorry. Yeah, just text her. Um, the game is just epic. Like, it, it, it is such a beautiful game, like, story-wise, graphically, the action, how it's just handled all together is so respectful to Norse mythology and its own concept. And yeah. then touching on the new game, like, now that I've, I've played maybe two, three hours. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. it. It it picks up where it left off and it like almost delves in deeper. So now we've been introduced to Thor and Odin for the first time. Whereas in the last game, it was like hinted at and it was like Kratos teasing, not the idea of facing against those gods. Like he, he faced off in the first game, he faced off against Baldir, um, Modi and Magnus. Yeah. Um, and, but that's that right but then now you've got to face thor because thor's like you know i'm not going to ruin it but thor is there because of your altercations with his sons and all that sort of stuff so it, it is incredible absolutely love it like <clears throat> i love the game and i love mimir as soon as you get mimir that you would love that aspect of that game so much by just having Mimir with you, who's like yeah, the greatest storyteller. And you'd be like floating on your little boat, like um, in Midgard, and Mimir would just be telling you these stories. And you'd just be like purposely taking the longest route possible so he can finish his story. Yeah, so well okay. done. It's like really well done. Yeah, well, yeah, I've always been a huge fan of Norse mythology. I've got, yeah, read books on it. It's always been something I've always taken huge uh, love for. So it's yeah, it's definitely yeah. a game that I'll be buying and playing. Oh, you'll love so. it! You'll love it! I I highly recommend it. You'll you'll absolutely love it. The the um the fighting is also very hard. Like trying to yeah, you'll love it. One. I, I won't ruin anything for you because it is it's a game that you need to just experience and go through the motions. It is just yeah, insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, another game that's come out that I've I've actually been thoroughly enjoying is the new COD MW two. Yes, for me, how, how I is haven't it? I haven't been play, I haven't played COD like properly since Black Ops one. So it's been, and I remember I don't know if you remember the Christmas Day I was a little kid, and I really wanted Black Ops one. It's the one thing I told Mum. I was like, I want Black Ops one. That's it. That's all I care about. <laughs> And mum pranked me that she didn't get me Black Ops 1, <laughs> gave me like fucking socks and some other thing. And yeah. I tried so hard to be grateful and I ended up crying. Uh, and she's like, why? I'm like, I just wanted Black Ops 1. And then she got annoyed at me that I cried and went, he, you little shit. And gave me <laughs> my fucking Black Ops 1. And I was instantly happy again. And that, oh. that was a nostalgic moment for me. So, uh -huh. but when I got into COD, it was MW2. Like, that was that was me getting into it. I fucking played COD every day after school yeah. for hours. Like, I loved it. Yeah. So, for me, MW2, this new release was either like a, 
uh, you know, it was a big deal because for me, COD died when they started bringing in jetpacks and all this fucking jumping oh, off walls and yeah. fake guns that didn't exist. Fucking they lost sliding it. 40 yep. meters and like yep. only people with a mouse and keyboard able to utilize that sort of momentum yeah. at yeah, all. And you just get flogged in every fucking... Yeah. Oh. And I love that now they've they've kind of brought it back. There's no jumping off walls. There's none of that bull crap. You can vault up a wall. Like you can walk up to a wall, press space bar or jump or whatever and grab on and then mm. jump up again. But if you do it, it's super slow and people can easily just shoot you while you do it. So it's like not a good idea to do. Um, wow. And you can't, like you can slide, but you slide and then you slow down. So if you slide around a corner and you miss your shot, you end up just slowly sliding in the doorway as a guy shoots you. So it's not really a good idea. Um, so yeah, they've, they've brought it back to very old school COD, just you know, run and gun type thing. Um, and yeah, all the guns feel good. The game feels great. Some of the maps are really good. Some of them are shit. But overall, as a whole, I think it's been a pretty good success. Like I'm actually really loving it. And Hungry Jack's brought out the Burger Town skin. Which obviously I had to get because Burger Town. I don't know if you played much MW2, but there was a map called Terminal, which was the yeah. airport. And then at the back of Terminal, there's a little burger joint called Burger Town. Mm. And that was a cool little Easter egg. Like it instantly made me go, oh shit, Burger Town. I forgot about that. I think it would be really good if they do re release some of the old maps. I think they're talking about it. I'm pretty sure they. Uh, it is rumored that they will eventually release maps like Rust, Terminal, yeah, uh, a few of the classics, really yeah, like in like patches later on. Yeah, I um, think I think that'll be awesome if they do that. Yeah. And I know they're bringing out the nuke as well, so that'll be good. Bring back the nuke. That's yeah. classic. Well, that's that's it's kind of like anyone here listening is an Arsenal fan. You remember Arsene Wenger, the old manager. He said one of the smartest things he's I've ever heard, and I, it's always stuck with me. And basically, he got asked by a reporter who said, you hit top, and now you're starting to fall. Where do you go from there? And he said, uh, it is uh, very simple. You uh, take it uh, back to basics and uh, improve from that. And yeah. from then on, any time that I felt like, hang on a sec, I was absolutely owning at whatever I was doing and now all of a sudden I'm sucking, I just knew, right, go back to basics. What were you doing right? Go back to just the fundamental and then improve slowly upon that like fundamental base. And yeah. that's all COD needed to do. It's all... Well, it's all anyone really needed to do. It's what WWE did with 2K22. Was it 2K22, yeah, yeah. the last one we played? Yeah, that was They good. took a sabbatical for a year and they just took it back to basics. What did fans enjoy previously? Then you just... Kind of the same route that, that WoW's taking too. World of Warcraft has gone backwards for Yonks and then they... Uh, this this new expansion, I think, was like their do or die because the last one was meant to be the saving grace and that went to absolute shit. So then they uh, decided they're going to absolutely go back to basics and bring back all the old mechanics that people really, really enjoyed. So yeah. see how that turns well, out sense. for them. It makes sense. And that's like, honestly, it's kind of like what a lot of things need to do nowadays, especially like Marvel and DC, like a lot of that sort of stuff. Go back to basics. Yeah. What, like, what did people enjoy so much back in the day when they 
watch their favorite superheroes. It was just a basic storyline, basic superhero. We don't need this absolutely sort of like ridiculous plot line that makes no sense and have plot points where, you know, we just need something to keep the plot moving. Like, yeah, take it back to basic, slow down, slow the fuck down. Just, just take it easy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, no, it, 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 you know, I'm very happy. It, it's awesome yeah, I, it's, it, I will a hundred percent need to buy it. I've just been, I've just had, um, uh, God of War, which I'm really enjoying, and I tried to. I bought um, Gotham Knights. Oh yeah. Um, which, I mean, it's is okay. such. Oh, I mean, I, I was enjoying it for like maybe five hours, and then I, mm. I just couldn't. I actually went back to the Arkham Knight game because yeah, that's okay. that's all that made me want to do is just play Arkham Knight. Yeah. And once I went back to Arkham Knight and I went, man, Gotham Knights is rubbish. It is so bad in comparison to Gotham Knight. Like they went so far backwards. Um, yeah. It's such a disappointment. Like graphically, it's okay. It's nothing impressive. In fact, Gotham Knight, uh, not Arkham Knight is far better graphically. It's detail in everything just is so much better. The story. Oh, really? Oh, but I just can't, yeah. Like, there's a video on YouTube I recommend go watching it, and some guy's done a side by side comparison going, This game, the, no, these two games are seven years apart, and that's scary. So, yeah. he did a, or they did a side by side comparison with um, Batman, Arkham Knight, and then Gotham Knights. And you, you just realize just straight off the bat how ridiculous it is that they charge full price for that game. Yeah, what? it does really suck because I was actually pretty keen. I actually wanted to try out Gotham Knights. Um, I did see it. It looked interesting. I mean, so. probably multiplayer, it might be more fun because I think that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be um, like, I think they were trying to make it a, a multi, an online massive multiplayer game where it was like a Destiny type where you get yeah, your, okay. your crew of like three or four mates and then you jump into missions. Um Oh, but it's, I think one was cut just, out there. Yeah. No, oh, right. But then they just kind of didn't do that. They just made it a single player experience within a multiplayer game. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, now that I've saved up a bit of money, yeah, maybe next week I might get Modern Warfare, have a bit of fun. Yeah, I was going to say you bought the uh, God of War like special edition. That thing is not cheap. Was oh, it? yes. I got the Jotnar edition. Comes yeah, with uh, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah, it comes with Mjolnir. Uh, it comes with Dwarven Dice, uh, which is fucking cool. Yeah, cool. the uh, wasn't it, yeah, I think that was like five hundred bucks, wasn't it? That fucking edition. It was three three hundred and sixty something. It was pretty. It's like I mean, I bought that when uh, it got announced in July. Um, yeah, so I like okay. prepaid for it. It was just waiting. I totally forgot that I even bought it, which is a nice surprise. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if uh, if that's all the gaming news we got, I've got a nice segue. Well, I do to... have one more game, which I don't know if you've heard of. Okay. Which is Blight Survival. Ah, uh, yes. Have you heard of it? I have heard of this. Yeah, I have heard of it. Yeah. It I haven't done much looking pretty... into it. It looks pretty fucking awesome. Not going to lie. Yeah. Have you seen the they... gameplay? I have. I've seen snippets of it and it looks gruesome as hell. Yeah. What is it? It's is basically... It, is... 
Well, from what I can see, it's kind of like an open world esque, like Dark Souls style type game. Yeah. Um, but you know, it looks like you're in like a post apocalyptic, but set in the medieval period. That is so um, cool. So yeah, it actually it, the if anyone hasn't seen the gameplay and you're listening to this, go check it out because it's very unique and it's very gruesome and overly detailed, which could could end up being a problem, could end up being very boring and repetitive, having the same type of killing styles over and over again. Um, mm. But it looks pretty fucking cool. Like, I'm, I'm pretty keen on it. I don't know when it's being released. They haven't really said much on it. Uh, Dylan, if you could find out exactly when this is releasing and give us a call last week. Thanks, mate. Yes, that'd be good. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for majority of the... Like, I would have spoke a bit about the um, World of Warcraft and what's going on with that. But, you know, I'll leave that for when Dylan's on because he's more... He's, yeah. It'd be wasted on me. Since he's the, the big World of Warcraft nerd. But besides that, that's most of my gaming news. Yes. For this week. No, that's good. That's fine. Keep it short and simple. Um, I'm pretty sure Dylan had a lot, but we're yeah. missing him. So um, I want to take it to something a little bit more exciting because it literally, um, I saw the ad to it yesterday and I'm so pumped. Um, what is it? John Wick 4. Has oh, been announced. okay. Have you, have you seen John Wick yet? No, I've I've always heard of it. I've never been into. I don't know why. For me, I've I've never been a huge fan of like that type of thing. Um, that well, that's a genre of movie. Um, but yeah, I do definitely. I have been wanting to watch John Wick because it's becoming pretty big now. I think like a lot of people have have really loved John Wick's franchise of movie. So, yeah, it's something I have been wanting to watch, but I haven't watched it yet. Well, it looks insane. Again, they uh, managed to make it look more epic and more action-packed than the last one. Like, I mean, the first movie's a masterpiece. Second and third are great. And the fourth one just looks insanely good. I mean, it looks like um, from the synopsis I can see, uh, for those listening because Zach probably won't understand. Um, so John Wick learns a way to defeat the high table, uh, but it won't be easy. He's going to fight a new enemy with powerful alliances, which is going to be pretty fucking exciting to watch. And not only that, uh, Lionsgate, who I think have the rights to John Wick, are actually um, looking at proposals for a brand new triple a john wick video game which oh that'd be pretty sick yeah they've got nothing nothing yet to discuss but they're looking into it which i think would be like if they could do something with like um insomniac you know the guys that did uh ratchet and clank and the yeah, spider-man yeah. games which have been amazing like something yeah. like that would be so cool one thing actually that that reminds me of is like something that I'm fucking super keen on that's going to be coming out next year. I think it's February. Is I don't know if you played this game, but Dead Island. Oh, not really. You never played no. it. Dead Island Two is coming out, and that that looks fucking awesome. That's gonna be another really good one to look out for. I used to love yeah, Dead well. Island. But yeah, John Wick game would be really good because I used to love Hitman. 
when we were younger, Hitman was like yeah. a really cool fucking game genre. I used to yeah. play that a lot. Um, well, that's that's kind of it's kind of like what it is. Like John Wick, it was like uh, you've you, I can't believe you've never seen it. You need to watch it. It's like he he's this like retired hitman, right? He kind of comes out of retirement, marries the love of his life, wants to just settle down, all yeah. that sort of stuff, and then things happen and he's called back but not back to doing what he used to do he doesn't necessarily come out of retirement as such but he he he's forced back into the realm of hitmen yeah because of something that happens but you have to watch it you have to watch like you have no idea how epic that first movie is that just makes you go fuck this is cool this is yeah, so okay. cool and then they just expand on it. And the world of John Wick just went from being something so simple and so, and the lore of it just opened up. And it just opened up this whole world, this underground hitman world, which just is fascinating and like totally, totally cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's got like the actors that are in it are so good. Like they got really good actors in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I definitely do want to watch John Wick. And uh, one movie I think we also need to get Dad to watch, uh, which just reminded me is Avatar, the new one coming out, because Dad fucking loved Avatar when we were younger when we saw that for the first time. Yeah. That, when, that, like, when does that actually come out? I don't 15th actually know. of December, so very soon. I'm Maybe super keen on it because Avatar, when that came out in the cinema, was like... I just remember it being this huge um, special effects. Like this was a leap for civilization special effects. Like it was the biggest project with like the best special effects possible at the time. And I remember watching it going, well, holy shit, 3D. Watching that was fucking awesome. So it was pretty good. I'm Especially expecting... Time, when you think about it. Yeah, like time, for its time period. Came out. Yeah. So I'm expecting the like, new Avatar to fucking blow me away special effects wise. Yeah. It's kind of like watching Lord of the Rings. It's like the other day I was watching, um, you know, like Adam Sandler's movies, like Little mm. Nicky. Yeah. Something like that. And I was watching it. I'm like, this came out in 2001. Like yeah. this was, this movie hasn't aged at all very well at all. Yeah. But it was made after the Two Towers. Yeah. And like, when you think of that, you're just like... Jesus Christ, how well Lord of the Rings has aged. Yeah, Lord of the Rings like, is actually very been, well done. Like, yeah, I like you wouldn't it know. It's fine. Yeah, you wouldn't know that it was done in 1999. Yeah. Like, The Fellowship of the Ring, like, it was done <clears> so <throat> Yeah, it's so well. really, um, the reason why it's so good is because it was such little special effects. Um, like, yeah. it was more real-time action. Practical. Practical yeah, stuff. Um, yeah. It made it camera trickery. It yeah. just went back to old school sort of filming tricks, which was just. And great. I think that helped it age so well, is because if they did use CGI, it would have aged horribly. Well, we've seen that thrice now. How that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but you know what? It's thing. an exciting time because yeah. CGI oh, sure. right now is fucking insanely good. And it, I remember being young, thinking it was really good. And now looking back at all that shit going, wow, that was horrible. And I can't imagine them getting much better at it. Like, how can you get much better than what it is now? So, yeah. 
That'll be insane yeah. to see. That's pretty good. Um, and just to take it down a notch, uh, this this week we had the passing of uh, Kevin Conroy, um, who for a lot of us out there is uh, the only Batman we ever need. Really, mm. he, was the, he was the voice of Batman for over 30 years. Like he started doing so Batman, the do... animated series. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, was he just the animated series then? He did the animated series from 1992 to 95, I think. Mm. And then he did like um, a few movies here and there, um, like all the way through. Um, I think they did a um, TV show and he played, like I think he actually played a live action Batman, but he wasn't like, he was like a retired Batman and he didn't really have a suit, but I mean, it was Kevin Conroy and he was just, his voice is so iconic for that Batman role. Like he did all the Arkham games. So I've been replaying those recently just to, you know, and he, it, it's such a sad sort of thing. Like he was only 66, yeah, 67, fairly, like, fairly young. Uh, yeah, like, well, in this day and age, yeah. And I mean, yeah, he's such a, such a unique person, like outside of being Batman, he had so many good stories, um, you know, of how he became the voice of Batman and all that sort of stuff. I recommend looking him up. He's definitely uh, one to miss yeah. um, at the moment. Yeah, it's not it's not good when someone dies. Yeah, like when Stan Lee died, I think it was kind of like a, yeah, he's old. He's lived his life. He's, yeah, 66 these days is kind of like the old 40, I feel like. Yeah, like <laughs> back when we were like, you know, back in like the 19... 19- 30s it was yeah if you died at the age of 40 it was considered like oh yeah you're old but you get in there as i feel like now dying at 60 is like it's still old but you kind of go like oh you still had like another good 20 years in you you know so it feels feels uh well that's how i feel now i've turned 30 and i'm like all right i've I've lived my life yeah exactly i'm ready it baffles me to think that my body can actually get worse over the next fucking 60 years yeah so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, well, just the last bit of movie news. Um, Henry Cavill is officially back as Superman um, with the new leadership of Warner Brothers, which is exciting. I think we touched on it in the last episode two weeks ago after the Black Adam movie. Yeah. But I think they've officially announced it and they've talked about it about him in upcoming projects. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson said in an interview that they've focused on listening to what the fans have to say and what the fans want, and they're going to give it to them, which is excellent, which means they're not listening to critics. They're not listening to this rubbish shit that is going on. Yeah, I don't know why any company ever listened to critics, really. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's insane. Like, the the amount of... I, I, I can't believe... I actually genuinely have lost all interest in Marvel and Disney stuff like Star Wars, Marvel, everything. Like I've lost complete and utter faith in their capabilities of writing a storyline. Like literally I, the Black Panther, not Black Panther, Wakanda Forever just came out. Couldn't care. Like I literally, there's not one ounce of me that wants to go watch it. And not because 
of, you know, T'Challa's not in it or anything like that. I just, I just know that they can't write a story anymore. Like they, this whole phase four Marvel has been horrible. And I, I gave yeah. up halfway through. I just completely lost interest because it doesn't feel like a story for everyone anymore. It's a story for America and what America needs in their social world. Yeah. But the rest of the world is sitting back watching it going, well, hang on a sec. Are you going to write a good story anytime soon? Or are you just yeah. going to focus on your own issues in, in your country and make it relevant to just you? Like I literally, I don't, I don't adhere to whatever you're saying. Like I don't care. Um, yeah. It's very, um, uh, yeah, it's, shit because growing up i think marvel was so it was one of those magical things when you'd watch it you know it, it, it's uh it's it doesn't make any sense why any company now listens to like critics and people that you know don't genuinely care they're just watching it as like a standpoint of like their genuine opinion on just that movie whereas there's fans out there that have followed it for so long and people in in power of these companies forget that those fans are literally the thing that drive their success because, you know, let's say something with World of Warcraft, for instance, let's say you come on and play World of Warcraft, you may enjoy the new current World of Warcraft, but you're not probably going to stick around, you know, whereas people that have played that game for 20 odd years, they're still sticking mm-hmm. around. You want to please exactly. them. You know, exactly. so it's like if like, you've got fans that have been sticking around reading your comic books, loving all your shit for so long, you want to keep them going because they're the biggest driver of what makes it popular because they're going to be like, oh, it's still so good. They're going to tell all their mates about it. They're going to try and push it because they love the, they love it. You know, critics isn't yeah. who you should be trying to please. It, it baffles me that For real. companies That's still it. trying to do that. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. exactly right. And it's, yeah, it's, it's why Lord of the Rings has been popular for over 70 years. It's yeah. why um, Peter Jackson's trilogy was such a success because we're still talking about it over 20 years later like look at rings of power it's yeah. like who's talking about it it's yeah gone. it's gone now it's like yeah. now that the first season finished and it's like quiet like twitter has completely shut up about it there's nothing going on in that like it was it's so forgettable it yeah. is so nothing to anyone like i now haven't like I stopped watching episode four, but I, I couldn't tell you what happened in it. Yeah, I couldn't. Like I, I just, it, it's so forgettable. And that's a lot of the stuff that you see these days is exactly what you said. You know, like new fans come and go. Like they try and recreate Star Trek. They try and recreate all this stuff, and yeah. all the true fans are going are, are sitting back, hating what they're seeing, watching all these fans come in and go, "Oh, look at it, look at it, look at it," and then we're all sitting there going. But when it's done, you're gonna go. Yeah. And I'm gonna be left with this shit. Yeah, exactly. Like this is this all is all the these people of saying Rings of Power is so super good. When Rings of Power season's done, they're all gonna move on with their lives and continue watching other TV series. While all the Lord well, of the Rings they're... fans that have devoted like N2 Darkness, who's devoted his life to making a fucking collection on this series, has to sit there and deal with the fact that now Rings of Power is tainted a lot of people's opinions on what Lord of the Rings is, you know, like it's, it's, which, yeah. And that can relate to a lot of different genres of things like Marvel, for instance, and DC, like just people who don't pay attention to what the fans are asking. It's like, it baffles me that a game like World of Warcraft even got to the state it got like fans for 10 years have been telling you not to continue doing the things you do. And they continue to do the things they do 
and then wonder why yeah. they're not getting more numbers in to the point where they stop telling people how many people play their game because they're embarrassed. It's like if you yeah. just listen to the people that play the thing or watch the thing or read it, that's who you should be trying to please is the majority of your fans, not anyone else. But yeah, a, mo- a game that I think should be a movie is God of War. I think it's really, oh. it'd be really cool to see a fan or, you know, company take on God of War and try and make that a movie. That, oh, that'd that be, be like, but like, you so need the right person it. to do it. Well, it's, it's, it's like Uncharted, the movie, right? Mm. Every single fan ever was screaming for the heavens for Nathan Fillion to play Nathan Drake. Yeah. Everyone wanted that to happen because he was made for that role. You know, like how Ryan Reynolds is made for Deadpool, right? Nathan Fillion was born to play Nathan Drake and they didn't do it. And that is so upsetting is because it's all about topical. Everything has to be like a topical sort of um, thing. And Tom Holland is just topical at the moment. He's like one of the best Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. Chuck him in this movie, he'll sell tickets because he's yeah. Tom Holland. And that's all these movies are and what all these games are. All these fans that have stuck around loving whatever it is because of the core um, environment of what, what what that you know thing is. Whereas now it's just content to sell. It's just content. Yeah, as long exactly. as we can just produce content, sell it and people watch it and buy, like, buy it. Who cares if they forget about it next week? It doesn't matter. It's sold. It made its money. We're done. Yeah. You know, it's like when you think of Star Wars, the original trilogy of Star Wars, how long that lasted, how many people stuck around for three movies, a whole fandom of people for just three movies. And then like people started writing books about it and people started to develop their own fandom and all that sort of stuff. And then you see what they've done now and it's like forgettable. Like it's just rubbish. Like yeah. that Kenobi series to me was the nail in the coffin. That Still haven't absolutely, watched it, yeah. It's definitely... Oh, honestly, I recommend just watching one or two episodes because you, you will see what I mean by how, like how poorly written the story is and just how much it does not make sense and you just think would kenobi ever act like that ever and it just does not at all in in my head compute but anyway well uh, i was actually going to say with the whole god of war if they did make it a movie you know who i think would play a really good fucking kratos all right shall we say it on three together yeah okay okay one two Three. Gerard Triple Butler. <laughs> Triple H. Triple H. Look it up. I'm telling what you right now. Look up Triple H as Kratos. I was thinking either Gerard Butler or Jason Momoa. Look up Triple H Kratos. Triple H Kratos. Yeah, the only reason I wouldn't... Yeah, like, oh yeah, he would definitely look really good for the part, for sure. But the issue is Triple H as an actor, I don't know how good he is. I wouldn't give a fuck. All he needs <laughs> yeah. to do is just stand there and go, He would look read good. it, boy. Yeah, he boy. would look really good. 
come here, boy. Then that's it. That's all he has to say on screen. Yeah, if you well, actually, I, um, mind, I, I actually, genuinely think I was going to say there is one guy on uh, who's from he's from Australia, and he's on TikTok and he's an Australian powerlifter or, or uh, strongman competitor, and him and his son post a lot of Kratos got a war stuff and he's yeah I've seen he's that, actually yeah. Muslim and his name's Northside Giant, and I think he would actually he looks like a fucking pretty good Kratos too. But yeah, they, I, I was saying like as an actor, I think Gerard Butler would play a good Kratos or like a Jason Momoa, like a big, you could even do like um, uh, Travis Fimmel from who played Ragnar. If he was willing to bulk mm. up, he would look really good as Kratos. Cause he's, he's See, I reckon the guy that does the voice for the um, Kratos in the game could do mm. it. Yeah. Like I know he's um, sort of African American. I think he is, but I still think, you know, because you got to paint the skin white anyway, because he's the ghost of Sparta. Yeah, I think he'll still fucking pass off as an excellent Kratos. Yeah, because he was yeah. in like Stargate, and he was ripped as hell. What's his name? Uh, Christopher Judge. Ah, uh, yes, I was looking him up. Yeah, I, was, I did see Christopher Judge when people were talking about who they think could play Kratos. I, honestly, I think he's a bit too pretty, a bit too smooth skinned. To play yeah, but you chuck a beard on that. You chuck a beard on that and a bit of the wall paint. I think he's got it. I think he's got it in the bag. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that'd be cool to see. Now, another thing. Have you have you heard of um, that Chris... Uh, not Chris Hemsworth is going to... Not Chris. Liam Hemsworth mm. is going to replace Henry Cavill as The Witcher. Oh, what? For season four of the Witcher series, yeah. Why? So, because Henry Cavill is leaving because he said... Base, it, the crux is is that Henry Cavill said, I'm a bit of a law geek. I like... Yeah, he lo- I've you know, always known him to be a big nerdy. He plays, he plays World of Warcraft. He paints miniature figures. Like, he's always been a huge nerd. So, it doesn't surprise me that yeah. he would have been a massive fan of the Witcher. Exactly. So this this all stems from there was a writer who was writing in that series and he left, right? This writer left. And mm. now this writer is now working on a new series. It's called X-Men 97, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's right he's a part of the writer's team. He's he's heading the writer's team for that series, right? And he said his main thing was if you're going to be a writer for this X-Men 97 series, you have to be a fan of X-Men. You yeah. have to know it in and out. You have to want to add to its legacy because he said that sitting in the room with the writers for The Witcher, the people in that room didn't like the original story, hated the original law, and they were making jokes about it and they were shitting on it and they wanted to change it to their thing and he hated that, yeah. this guy that was the writer. And Henry Cavill was the same. Henry Cavill's like, I've read the books, i played the games, I know what's, you know, and Henry Cavill said, basically in his um, contract, he said, I'll stay for the seven seasons so long as we respect the original writer and we continue to make good stories. Yeah, And yeah. he's just, he's just went, no, nah, I'm out. You're not it. doing, yeah. So Henry Cavill went, no, nah, I'm out. And apparently there was a bit where 
there's a scene where I think Roach dies or something. And the writers wanted to make, they were trying to write this thing where it was going to be funny or something. And Henry Cavill had to stop them and go, no, you can't do that. Like you cannot do that. And he advocated for them to change it. Cause he's like, that would, that is such an insult to the people who love this series. Like that is not funny. It is not right. You, like, and he was a massive advocate for changing a lot of the stuff because these writers just don't care. They just, none of them love the original series. They just want to put their own little things into it, their own little twists and fuck things up. So yeah. that's why Cavill is out. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, but I that's, mean, that's good of not a, yeah. And I mean, not a bad replacement for him anyway. Like yeah. Hemsworth would be pretty decent. Um, and talking of talking about people who don't want to follow an original story, have you heard of the last of us TV series? No, I've, I have heard a lot of people complaining about the last of us shit, but I don't know what it's about. Yeah. So did you ever play last of us? No, but you know who did? Rovi. Rovi so, played The Last of Us. Yeah, so when I bought Rovi a PlayStation 4 a while ago, before the PS5 came out, we got a Last of Us came with it. Uh, yeah. And Rovi ended up playing it. She really liked it. Oh. Don't know how far she got through it. And then she bought The Last of Us Part 2 uh, and barely played it. Yeah, so The Last of Us Part 1, which was just previously known as The Last of Us, mm. was a masterpiece was one of the greatest games I've ever played uh, in terms of storyline, gameplay, uh, world build, everything. It was just insanely good. Yeah. Joel and Ellie were both lovable, but they were both flawed in their own ways. And they were both iconic characters. They were just so good in, in their own right. Right. Yeah. And then they, they released last of us part two, which was like one of those games where, Everyone was waiting on. Everyone yeah. was waiting on it. Um, and then someone who was in the creative team at Naughty Dog leaked a certain part of the game, which just every single fan was just up. Yeah, I remember arms. that. I remember that. Do you do you know what happened? Do you know? No, I just remember what a leak of, was. I remember them leaking something, and I remember seeing a bunch of shit about people complaining about it. Yeah, so I, I don't know if you want me to ruin it. Any fans out there, do you want me I'm, to ruin it for you fans? I'm not really going to play it, and I don't think Dylan minds. So. Yeah, okay. Dylan, if you're listening uh, last from next week from now, from last week, tune out now. Um, yeah, so it leaked before the game even came out that they killed off Joel, right? Yeah. Who was the main character you played in the first series, the one that you played yeah. as, like you played as him. But... The, the the thing was was how they killed him they had this like um butch chick who was like uh. a fucking tank right she looked like a man basically and she beat the shit out of him with a golf oh, club course. right and then you played as her right so you then played as this girl abby who was the one that killed joel and then they the game then started to make, gave you messages where Abby was actually good and she was caring and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And then when you played as Ellie, Ellie was like ruthless and like killed heaps of people and 
all this sort of stuff. And it was like, fans were like, you are like literally making us try and like Abby as much like, and people just went, no, fuck you. And I just remember watching Angry Joe when he played it. He did not want to play as Abby. He kept killing her on purpose, like throwing the character off a cliff. Yeah. Hoping to God. He's like, why the fuck would you kill Joel off for? Like, why? And fans have just since then, like a, a lot of critics called it a masterpiece and it wasn't that bad and it's a complex storyline and it shows how brutal that type of world is and all that sort of stuff. I get it, but it fucked things up. Yeah, um, for sure. So anyway, they're, they're making a TV show now about okay. it, about Joel and Ellie, which is now like, okay, why? Okay, so you, you, we all know you've killed him off. So yeah. okay, this is insane that you're going back to Joel and Ellie. Like... We're just going to forget that ever happened. So the guy who plays Joel is the same guy who plays the Mandalorian. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. You I know, love Ed, him because he's from, yeah, he's from Narcos as well, which is why I originally yeah, know and, from him. He's a great actor. And yeah, like everyone was kind of like, oh yeah. Okay. Like I get it. He's topical. This is again, he's topical. He's popular. Throw him in there. I don't think he was my cast for Joel. Like Joel to me was like a, typical sort of country man you know you know he would have been pretty good Shia LaBeouf (laughs) I don't think Shia LaBeouf (laughs) Shia LaBeouf wouldn't have played it at all I think the guy who played uh, the guy who played Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones Uh, he would have been my pick Um, okay but anyway they picked Joel so anyway he said that uh, he watched his nephew play the beginning of the first game yeah, uh, and he said that he didn't have the skill to play himself. He found Joel to be so impressive. That was his quote, right? But okay. he was concerned about imitating the games too closely. Instead, chose to create a healthy distance to allow the showrunners to decide the characterization of Joel. Um, okay. And then again, I guess it makes sense from a actor's job standpoint. Yeah, and then the uh, actress who's playing um, Ellie, uh, Bella Ramsey, she was encouraged not to play the game after her audition to avoid replicating the original performance. Oh, wow. So, I mean... That's very strange. It's just, it's just weird that that's... Like, I don't... Like, I don't get it. I... I it makes no if sense I read a, If I read a manga, like a manga... Um, manga and then watch an anime and it's the same thing but it's brought to life I will love both aspects of that and I I don't understand this whole thing where this Americanized infatuation of putting their own shit into this stuff and changing things up and giving you something new like I I'm happy for Joel to stay as Joel and Ellie to stay as Ellie yeah exactly because that's why you loved it Exactly, you fall in love with it for that reason. Like, why change it? That's what I exactly about all this shit. Exactly, like if Gandalf wasn't Gandalf and didn't you know talk as if he was uh, a wizard, and he was like some like hip young guy, but they're like, oh no, we just thought it'd be like a creative decision. It's like, fuck your creative decision. Just put the character as it's supposed to be. Well, like I was saying, is just that. You know, for instance, with Lord of the Rings with Peter Jackson, now that he's done the movies the way he did it, 
you know, you can't really bring in someone like Amazon and change it because that's why everyone's come to know and love. And why change it when you've got a fan base that already loves something like Last of Us or, you know, anything, God of War. If fans already love it for that reason, why would you stray away from it when you have the success right there? Just copy what they've done and run with it and you will have more success. So yeah. it's a very weird mindset. I don't know why they do it. Maybe it's the the writers want to have their own individuality, which is like, that's great. Make your own fucking story then. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a very, very strange thing to me. I don't know why they do it. There has to be a reason why it's happening so frequently. But Yeah, it's just, it, it's hard. It's hard to be like... It's kind of like when Disney bought the rights to Star Wars. We all thought, okay, sweet, we're going to get new stories because there's a whole series of books that have already been written, right? Yeah. And everyone just thought, sweet, we're going to get these adaptations. And then Disney straight up just went, uh, no. So all those books that you've been reading all those years, they're now no longer canon. We're starting yeah. fresh. And it was kind of like a major middle finger to every single person that's stuck by that series because no we've got creative right now we can do what we want and that's what's so scary about amazon owning the lord of the rings is that they can just turn around and recreate the peter jackson's not peter jackson trilogy but they can yeah they can the universe yeah and then like have like it started off as a joke about the whole (laughs) cast being like all like mixed race and all that sort of stuff yeah um which i mean is again it's fine if that's what your story is but that's not what Tolkien. yeah it's not is. what the story is it doesn't make sense um it's which, like if they wrote the vikings like let's that's a perfect example the show vikings which for follows the the old folk tales of ragnar lothbrok right it's like if they did vikings and then they got Christopher Judge to play Ragnar. It's not that he can't play Ragnar. It's that it doesn't fucking make sense. Or if they had the King of Westeros or the King of Westumbria and he's fucking uh, Kanye West. It doesn't add up. You can't just add in... like it, it, That's what the world is. It's not because it's a racist remark. It doesn't matter. It's just it mm. doesn't make sense in that that story like you know no, yeah, like no exactly yeah no because like you, you could, do, you you could you, technically you could do a last of us tv show and have black actors asian actors whatever because it's not a world where they don't exist <laughs> this is you know well, lord of rings was a different area it's yeah just, and that's yeah. well that that's a world that is reflecting what our world looks like and it's like watching yeah. any space movie right to me a space movie like a futuristic sort of sci-fi yeah, thing perfect for that because for me i picture everybody at somewhat mm-hmm. if 2000, 3000 years in the future, yeah. everyone's going to be mixed raced every single yep. person because everyone's going to be, you know, and that makes sense to me. So, yeah, and I, I, I won't argue with that because that's, that's how it is, but it's like watching, um, they're releasing a Witcher series again, like another one. It's called yeah. blood origin, which is before the, um, I think it's the junction of the spheres or something. So it's yeah, right okay. before all the monsters happen, but, just, just, just Google Blood Origin, which is serious for me. Just okay. Google it, and just the first thing that comes up, you tell me. Does that look like a Polish 
mythology written by a Polish bloke. Oh, the Witcher Blood Origin. Oh, God. Okay. No, nothing, nothing discrediting the actress because I love her. She's insane. Yeah, but what the fuck? But it doesn't, to me, that takes away, that looks like more like of a, like a Chinese. Uh, yeah, I would say like Nepalese, like Nepal or something like yeah, that. Or like, like uh, I, Vietnam. I think I think the actress, she's Chinese because she's in a lot of okay. martial arts sort of movies and she's awesome. Like she's badass. Yeah, she is, yeah. But when I'm trying to watch a Polish sort of folktale story, I want a Polish folktale story. But what we're getting is just a, it just looks like a generic fantasy to me. And I lose all interest yeah. because I'm not immersed in the world. It makes no sense to me. This, 100%. this series is not written by the original writer. So this series to me is just nothing to me it, it has no hold over the person who originally created it and i don't think they have any creative freedom over this story at all so yeah. why would i care it's the same thing about amazon rings of power like i just don't care because it has yeah, exactly. it holds no merit to me it doesn't mean anything to me and just for the viewers the actress that we're referring to is michelle yeo i believe that's how you say her name and she's actually from malaysia oh damn Damn. Yeah. Because I think she's quite a famous um, actress. I'm positive. I've seen her so many um, times. Well, let's have a quick look. What movie she's been in? Um, the Lady Blue... Oh, yeah, that's why I know her. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, she's like she's... That. She's proper martial artist. Like she's like yeah. really cool. Yeah, but I just mean in this setting, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, like it doesn't it's, make sense. It's like seeing Ryan Gosling in a feudal Japanese movie holding a yeah. samurai sword. Do you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like it just doesn't. Like it doesn't. Like to me, I, I wouldn't want to see that. I wouldn't want to see yeah. that. Yeah, it takes away from it. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, and yeah. that's it's so disappointing to see it because, I. I, I understand what's happening in America. I get it that there there are people who have had a little bit tough over the years. But then but then again, in the entertainment industry, they keep saying that, right? But you go look at eighties and nineties movies. Like go go look at the cast of Predator. Go look at the cast of Alien, Terminator, yeah. Robocop. All those pop culture films had insanely good representation for everybody. I, I don't like when people say, oh, we, you know, we're not represented. Yeah, that's true. Sort of stuff. It's like, are you kidding me? When I, when I was a kid growing up, I watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's my favorite yeah. show. I loved it. Um, that's yep. so Raven. It was like. Yeah, I, I was literally just going to say that's a Raven. That yeah, was but one. like I didn't like I'm, I'm a white kid from Australia. It's not like I sat there going, oh, well, I can't watch this. I can't relate to it. I, I don't yeah. understand. I don't get this humor. Like. But I didn't. As a kid, I loved it. We we all watched it. Yeah. It was insanely good. So this argument that, um, you know, it, it's all about trying to bring representation to the new, next genre of kids, just seems so, um, like an excuse. And it's like that's what the um interest is at the minute for new movies and new shows to come out. Yeah, hundred percent. And it just. Like to me, it's like that's such a fallout. It's such a 
oh, please don't hurt us. This is what we're, we're just trying to do something nice. It's like, well, if your show sucks, it sucks. It's not because of yeah. the representation. You just exactly. Like, there's plenty show. of shows too. Like, yeah, Scrubs was another good one where like had great representation of everything. Scrubs was like, honestly, my favorite, my favorite guy in Scrubs was the African-American dude. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he, he was hilarious as fuck. And he's in so many things. You also yeah. had, um, yeah, uh, what's it called? Um, what, what was that? It was on the comedy channels. Like these guys, they're all on stage and they get given like little phrases and they have to come on and like make jokes out of the phrases. It was huge at the time. I used to love watching it as a kid. Yeah, it was, um, now. whose line is it anyway? Yeah, whose yeah, line is Wayne. it anyway? Like, yeah, yeah. He, he was awesome. Like, and yeah, it's, I just hate that. You know what it is? They're pinning this race thing or racist thing on the generation who has grown up without a lot of racism. Like we, we weren't growing up in the time periods where racism was really you know, quite common. I think our generation is probably the generation that's phasing it out. Yet we're forcing it down our own throats as if we are racist, which is a really weird way of doing it. It's it's just like, I don't know, it just feels like a forced way of being like, no, everything is equal. And it's like, if you're forcing it, then it doesn't it doesn't really like you're you're making it obvious, you know, like just be organic. You don't have to put everyone in everything. Like it's just it it baffles me. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And it's just like you know, it 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 destroys the immersion for me in certain worlds. It's like it's like Wakanda. If Black Panther was ever played by a white guy, I'd hate it. If Blade yeah. was ever replaced by a white guy. I would hate it. And there's so yep. many other characters like that. And I just I just wish that we can just go back to a time where, you know, a person can be cast for a role because, yes, they look sense. like that person. They yeah. look like that character. Therefore, mm-hmm. they'd be perfect to play that character. Like Exactly. Well, imagine if we got Django, right? And we're like, oh, we can't make the black actor play the slave. Oh, you know what? We'll do the Django story, but we'll just get you know like uh, Rebel Wilson to play the slave. That, that's fine. That'll work. It's like no, they needed to for the purpose of the show. You have to have an African American guy play the slave in, in Django because it, it, even though it's a very political thing, it, it only makes sense that he does it. And fuck me, he did a great one of my great favorite movies of all time, Django. Like fucking watched that like four or five times. I'll tell you what, like, there's, I, uh, abs- there's nothing Jamie Foxx can't do. Jamie Foxx oh no, can he's do so good. anything. He, he, he can... actually was in an interview recently um, and he did an impersonation of Samuel Jackson and it was so good. <laughs> and he, 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 was... he did Denzel Washington in front of Denzel Washington? Yeah, I have seen that. He's oh, so good. I love him. But he, he was talking about how when they were doing Django as well, that Leonardo DiCaprio really struggled to say the N-word. And he actually had to convince Leonardo, like, dude, in this setting, I'm your property. That's all you have to think of me as. That's how he had to convince him to do it. And it's like, these are just things that you do in acting, is you mm-hmm. you use people in the correct role to make the movie work. It's not, you have to put all social political shit aside to tell the story. That's just how it works. And that's yeah. what made Django so good is by using the correct people for the correct roles and, and using the correct terms for the correct things. And it all worked well and it was a fucking excellent movie. Well, that's why and I like, love Quentin Tarantino films because he, he, yeah. it's his film. 
there's that's why he said he'll never do a Marvel or a DC film because yeah he would Too he, much he wouldn't he yeah he wouldn't have creative control he'd be told yeah. what to direct and that's why they get these people in like JD Payne and Patrick McKay these yeah. yes men to just the they go this is what we want and they go yeah okay all right we'll make it happen they're just fall guys so in, yeah. uh, guaranteed Amazon will eventually go mm, yeah we shouldn't have probably given it to two people who were inexperienced hundred yeah, percent they're gonna be fall guys. I'll tell you what I am excited for though is Jamie Foxx to be playing Spawn, one of my favorite comic book characters ever. He's going to be. Yeah, I, I do really oh. love Jamie Foxx. I'm a big fan of his shit. He's a very good actor. Yeah, he's going to be yeah. absolutely kick ass. But that is everything I've got. That's all the news I have. Well, I think that's. I think we've done a pretty good job without Dylan. I think, you know. Um, Maybe we don't need Dylan anymore, actually, now that I think about it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty fun. easy to actually edit him out of the phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. We could cut out the left side and just move everything In fact, maybe on. maybe we can put it up to the fans. If the fans want to... If they <laughs> yeah, Dylan, money, let us 20... know if you like Dylan in this or not. Yeah. And if um, anyone wants to pay 20 bucks, you can replace Dylan. It. We'll just invite yeah. you in on the podcast next week and you can 100%. just sit in and give us what you think you know one thing i would actually love to do which i think would be fucking interesting for the future is actually like every third episode in like, i mean in the future when we actually have people that listen it would be cool to bring on random fan like one every three episodes to get them in on the combo or like just interview them i would love yeah, i've always wanted podcasts pretty to do dangerous that. that could be dangerous it could be. but imagine mm. how funny it would be if joe rogan it would be pretty funny well actually no because we don't do it live so yeah, exactly. We can edit exactly. them out if they. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we exactly. Can. But, how, yeah, but can. how good would it be? Like, imagine if Joe Rogan just brought on some random ass dude and just started talking about his life and, like, just get, getting into it. I think it'd be fucking great. I would love I'd to be hella boring. Um, what I do want to start doing eventually is uh, giving away prizes and things like that. So maybe we can yeah. look into that yeah, we can in do the that. future. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, Sounds like it. Yeah. We'll do it. How about we'll do it when we get, like, I think when we reach like 10, 10 reviews on Spotify, we'll do our first one. Like when we, cause that, yeah, reviews don't happen very often. So <laughs> 10, 10, one star reviews, 10, up. one star reviews. We will, we will give away something because well, maybe you could not, say maybe downloads, not. but downloads are more frequent, you know, like you well, could, maybe you could do like a hundred downloads or people gave us an honest review. Like that. That's fine. I don't want. Yeah, I'd love an honest review. I don't want. I don't want joke one star reviews because I think that actually detriments our <laughs> yeah. sort of rating. So yeah, honest reviews. If, if, if you like reviews. the show, it's fine. If you hate the show, that's also don't okay. review. Yeah, don't review. Don't bother. Just email me. Yeah. At uh, I don't give uh, two fucks. Personal uh, score six one nine at hotmail dot com. And in that's that way, our complaints. Yeah, that way I can review it and I'll read your. Um, comments out loud on the next pod, and yep. then you'll understand. Then uh, you'll be famous for being. Uh, yeah, I will Good. actually on. Um, I will uh, at ten followers. Oh, sorry, ten reviews. I will sign this glue stick on my desk. That will be given away. Really, mm-hmm. a glue stick from me with my signature on it. I think that's a pretty fucking kick-ass deal. Or should I just give away like something that Dylan's given me as a joke? Like one of his (laughs) statues he gave me. Here you go. Here's a Graves figure from League of Legends. 
like uh, one of the statues he gave you to hold for him <laughs> or one that he gave you as a present <laughs> one he gave me as a present just not the lord of the rings one. Oh, fair enough but yeah no, no i think it's good I, I think we'll leave it up to dylan to sign us out of this one too um as always oh. but um yeah it's actually quite sad we can't pin this sign us out on dylan this one. i think that's why he didn't want to i think that's why he called in yeah. sick today is because he didn't 100%. want to be signed out on yeah yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, no, it's been good. So, right. um, yeah, thank, well, thank you, thank you for, for uh, yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening. And, you know, uh, thank you, Dylan, for listening. And, you know, let us know if you have any feedback on anything, any topics you'd love to hear, or, you know, maybe just leave in the comments of one of our thing, just um, who you think would play a really good Kratos if there was to be a God of War movie. Who do you think should play Kratos? That's what I want to see. So, yeah, that'd be good. Very good. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for coming. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye.